I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wednesday podcast Sunderland lose again for the second game in a row we're going to talk about that we're in the middle of January so we are going to decide what Maid's doing and uh, discuss if we think anything is going to happen at all in terms of transfers so joining myself to do that is Gareth Barker evening you well oh, well yeah. sir yeah oh, yeah I think so Still here. On on Blue Monday. <laughs> How blue are you on a scale um, of one to ten? I'm alright, really. <laughs> okay. Maybe it'll hit tomorrow. Maybe it's a delayed effect. Who knows? We'll find out. We'll you, find out. Are you gonna update everybody, are you? No. <laughs> okay. Won't be doing that now. Nobody You'll cares. Find out. Right. Press, so don't want to depress everybody. More right. so than usual. Uh, and well. Let's see if we can avoid that. Uh, Matt Keelan's joined us as well. Right. We like mixing things up this season more and more, don't we? Yeah, 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 we do. So you say? How are you? Okay. Um, yeah, I'm okay. You, you two are going to have to uh, really lead on the on the match analysis because um, I couldn't really. I, I had it on my Sky Go when I was covering. You know who, but. I couldn't, really, I couldn't really concentrate. It was like every now and again, a break a play or play went down injured. I was like looking. And uh, just as Man City scored, when De Bruyne scored, to make a 2 2. And I was like inside, I was like, get in. And uh, start like <laughs> dialing through to the studio. And then I looked down at my phone and could see the Ipswich players celebrating their second. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> so that was a very uh, up and down few seconds. Uh, so yeah, you're going to have to guide me on it, really. Um, Good goal by Clark. How reliant on Clark are we now, Gareth? Is this like, is this just? We may be in. Are we? Are we? Are we? Are we? Yeah, are we nowhere near the league position suggests in terms of like? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, how yeah. important is it? If you took a middle of our team, would we just be like absolutely nowhere near where we are now? No. Is that obvious? No, we wouldn't be. Well, I mean, he scored fourteen goals, has he? Um, and the next top scorer's got two, I think. So. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think if he hadn't scored all of those goals, um, would be in serious problems. And if the replacement for Jack Clark is in the squad already, then he would be playing as regularly as Jack Clark is because he'd be another name on the team sheet immediately. So yeah, um, but no, I think we would be in. Uh, the bottom half of the table had it not been for, for Jack Clark's goals, I would have thought. 
Well, the last player, to, well, the last goal that wasn't Jack Clark that was scored away from home was um, against Sheffield Wednesday in September, um, and it was Ballard. So, make of that what you will, I guess. <laughs> How reliant we are on him, I think, like you know, I think if you take him out of the team, I don't think it's crazy to say that you. Probably not even in the heart, the top half of the table. And, to, and the, you know, I'm not saying take him out and take all his goals away previously. I'm saying if you take him out now and don't replace him, which you can't really, because you can't replace him with another player of that, you know, quality, you'll just slide, I think you'll just slide down the table. Because no one else will score. So it's as simple as that, isn't it? Because it I wasn't like his, his goal was one of them, wasn't it? Like, it's not like creator of nothing where, you know, he's, he's taking like three players on and smashed it in, but it's a, it's it's a goal of real quality that only like a, a top level player can can do. It wasn't like we carved them open and and no. he just had to provide the finish. It was very much like him taking control of a situation, wasn't it? And like slamming in a ball that was bobbling about into the top corner. Mm. Yeah, I think it's right. just I know it's such such a like obvious observation to make, isn't it? But I think we always give them the benefit of the doubt and think like it's a young team and you can see what they're trying to do and or not getting on the transfer pause or anything yet. But like <clears throat> maybe it was because I was at that other match on Saturday and I saw the difference like Kevin De Bruyne makes and it's just sometimes you've got to just acknowledge that it's like good players and make teams better and like I'm sitting watching the world champions like on top but like it, t- it took one of the best players the Premier League's ever seen to come on and actually like do something and I feel like that's where we are at the minute with them but this is like that goal like barred reasonably well for it but it's like the the position Clark takes up on the edge of the box, it's there's not who else, and then to be able to ping that in like that, and another goalkeeper. To be fair, I thought it was a strange position the goalkeeper took up for it, but we don't have any who else is going to do that. I mean, yeah, like we've scored a couple of decent goals this season, like Neil has. Neil, you know, Neil's got a decent strike. We know that, but there's no other, there's no one else in the team that could pull that goal out, and obviously. That's the only goal we scored, and we created some chances, particularly in the second half. And it's like, well, we're not, we're just not like how how have we not converted a couple of these? And then the the plan seems to just be just give the ball to Clark and see what he can do. And it was evident against like Newcastle that if Clark doesn't play very well, we don't play very well, and we don't create anything at all. Well, so for. Myself and other people I knew who might be listening who couldn't watch the game. Do you want to? Was it a deserved, was it a deserved loss? Um, I think so. On the balance, I think we played all right for probably twenty minutes, and then we just kind of I don't know. It's difficult to know what we're supposed, what the plan is. I think that's what I find watching it. It's I don't really know what. Aside from give the ball to Clark and hope he does something, is it there doesn't seem to be any any pattern of play or style or anything like that. Um so once we kind of lose our grip on the game a bit and Ipswich got on top of us and started creating good opportunities, um, which we defended some last ditch pretty well, um to concede the goal we did. Was the second goal was pretty poor, really? Um, talk, talk, talk me through that because I've seen, 
I've seen a lot of criticism coming for one player on that, and I think um, I'll be honest, I haven't seen it back yet. I saw that equaliser, I saw our goal, but I haven't, I haven't come across that one yet. Like I said, I just saw the players celebrating, and I haven't like got to be weird to like watch it. Um, well, it, it was a daft free kick given away on the far side. And then they put a ball in how the box. Daft, and this... how, how daft was Well, it? it was just one of them stupid, like, where you just leave them. and He was facing you know... he was facing away. From, he was facing yeah. essentially the touchline with his back to goal. And he's kind of... It was quite soft, to be honest. It was soft, yeah. He's kind of just barged and barged. One of those where everybody's shouting, don't foul him. Don't, don't foul him. Yeah, yeah, everyone, don't yeah basically, yeah. <laughs> but he barely... Like, to be fair, it was stupid and it was naive, but he barely touched him, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, but it was a, it was a, it's one way you just like you're always gonna he's always gonna give that foul. Um, and then, is that yeah. what Pritchard was was kicking off about when he come off and he was pointing to that area know. of the pitch? To Obviously, we don't know, but I think he's probably just com- I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if he was just complaining generally at the. Hmm. To be honest, because like I didn't like why take him out. Like that's another thing. Like, but anyway, the goal, yeah, and then he well to put the ball in from there. Touchline and the smallest bloke on the pitch stands on his own and heads. It was a good header, but yeah. just you know stands on his own and heads it in. And yeah. I did yeah. see the goal. I mean, I didn't see the build up to it. It was on a match. I did see the header. But was this was a test? <laughs> no, no, because I just realised that I've just said I didn't see the goal. I actually did see the header. I didn't see the foul and the build up to it. Is what I meant. Um, right. Well, now you're saying you know that you, you can mention the Pritchard thing, Norma, because it's it's. These are other things about the key players in our team, man, aren't they? Like, it's like Clark is in some rough diamond that we found that nobody else had heard of. He'd cost Premier League team 10 million quid before. And Roberts has been another influential player who was who was on the on the cusp of being a journeyman when we picked him up. He's had that many championship loans and stuff. And then Pritchard's the other one. He's played the Premier League before. It's not incredible scouting the sign. Well, this, is what I'm, this is what I'm saying, and Pritchard as well. It's, it's like well, these I mean, are the players but... who were these are the players who are making the real difference for us. Ahmad last season cost Manu thirty million quid. Yeah, I did, like the. I don't know. Like I thought, we'd, I agree with Gareth. I thought we did okay. You know, twenty minutes, half an hour. I thought we started the game quite well, quite brightly. But I think like there's we played well. For the first half an hour, I'd say, or whatever it was, but just generally quite well. We didn't do anything in particular very well. It was no. just like we're quite positive, and you know, we created a couple of chances. Obviously, got the goal. But it's what you were saying, Gareth. There's no like I'm loath to use the term like identity on the team, and because it sounds very wanky, you know. So you can you can see the manager's stamp on the team, where you can see that. But you can't like with Mowbray, you could see exactly the way he was wanting to play. You'd see that, and even with like. Lee Johnson, you knew which way he wanted to play the game for all you know, for all the many faults he had. This guy, yeah. I I don't know what like I don't I don't know what he is. I don't know what his plan is. He doesn't seem to have and the criticism you know of Mowbray that he doesn't have a plan B. Well, at least he would try because this fella, we brought what burst one eighty nine. But what's the point? What's the point of that? And why be? Were you bringing Pritchard? Up? You could have took Joe for half time. But I, I don't. I, I not... think at least Mowbray's plan here was bloody good to watch. Like, well, it was fun and like mm. the players clearly bought into Mowbray's plan here. 
there's whatever the plan is from Bale, it doesn't either doesn't look like the players get it. It doesn't look like there's the want to do it. It doesn't look like it's any good. And I don't even know what it is. So if anyone does know, then let me know because it just feels like it's just like I'm still I mean <laughs> I think the whole game is going to be interesting. Like I know you'll cover it later in the week because obviously we were, we were only down there a couple of weeks ago and they're quite evenly matched team. And I thought actually we we did a good job on them on, on I that thought day. We were and right. it, yeah, and it's like it's you know it is it's I'm I'm with the majority in terms of I don't have a particularly good feeling about the appointment, but I'm not prepared to go on the manager yet because it's five games and. It, it it does take time to try and put your stamp on it, and uh, you know, like I say. I don't want him to put his stamp on it. No. <laughs> well, I know, well, no. I know, but you know, we 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 have to though. Really, we you know, we would. He's not. They're not going to change the manager now. So all we could no. do is hope that he's going to improve and 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 do something. And um, to be fair, you know, the one thing I will give him credit for as well. To be fair, is that you know, and everyone made a joke of it when he when he was appointed and he was using the word aligned, which we know, like, you know, the, the top order love to use those words and stuff and all the management talk and stuff. And at least to me, he's come in and it would have been really easy for him to just not say anything or and and play maybe some of these younger strikers who clearly aren't good enough at the moment. And at least he's come out and 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 said what needed to be said, what Mowbray said. Like I, I kind of have got a level of respect from him for that that he's come in and and thought well I'm not actually because well, he, he, he'd be worried that he's going to take all he's come in and he knows he's under pressure and stuff like why that did he he's, take a job he, he, exactly he, this well, is, I don't well, understand this is well, I don't you, get it you're not going like, to not why? take the job are you if you're out of work no, if you're but, out of work you're not going to you're not going to turn down the sun and job if you've got someone point, like his profile the whole point is that the person coming in is supposed to have been firstly an upgrade and secondly somebody who was more in alignment with how we operate. Right, but aside, it, aside what, from that, aside from that... Aside, I, I aside to, from no, the No, no, because I want to talk about that. I do want to talk about... No, because I do want to talk about that as well, about the, the fact the board have, have got rid of a popular manager and done this. But I'm, I'm just saying I do, I do have some level of respect for him for at least coming in and saying, nah, you know what? No, I'm not, I'm not going to be your fall guy for this. We need a centre-forward. We need a defence midfield player. Like I, I do have a level of respect for him for doing that because it would have been easy for him just not to. I don't. I I think it's just very confusing. The whole thing, really. I don't really. It, it it's still it's still baffling. Again, I don't want to go back over it, but I can get if they wanted to get rid of Mowbray, fine, but get somebody in better. Early days, I wouldn't say it looks a lot better. But it's um, just it's not even entertaining. It's not even entertaining. It's like so we've gone from like sometimes losing games, but at least we it was like when we won, it was the football's pretty good. It's quite attacking and fun. Whereas now we've seen we've gone the results patterns the same, but the if the football's pretty average for most of the time for the vast majority of the games that we're playing, so it's a bit of an odd one, really. And they back themselves in the corner. Let's be fair, because they've they've got rid of a manager who was popular. And if you do that, then firstly you, you look at the league table and say, "Well, that suggests you know I'll be with that." But also, when he's come out and said like he's put on some of the best training sessions I've ever seen in my life and stuff like that, well, you you you're 
you're backing yourself into a corner there because then fans are going to say, all right, well, I expect this to improve them. I expect us to be better than what we were under the previous manager and early signs don't really suggest that might be the case. But it's early days, like we say. It just remind, those comments reminded me of Metton's uh, whole um, 100 points comment when he when we'd lost to Charlton in the playoffs and then he put that pressure on Jack Ross to say, well, he needs to show us he's a manager who can go and get 100 points out of his side now. Mm. And then when we started the season, crap, start to say to the fans, whoa, whoa, what's all with all this expectation? So kind of just remind us of that a little bit. No, just, the new, go on. The new hundred. No, no, sorry. No, go on. No, no, you go first. I just like I just don't understand though. Like he has his job genuinely. Like it's just, I, I, it's what we've said a thousand times. Like Morgan, obviously, yeah, we liked him. I did, and you know, he did a good job, etc. Blah blah blah. You want to move on, right? That's fine. That's like okay, but like to do it when. To do it and then end up with this, and then like lie. I know you're not going to appoint the manager and go, "Oh, well, we didn't actually want him," but you know this is who we've appointed. But to do this and then to just lie and say that he was the guy who the standout because he can't have been. Michael Bale cannot have been the best option for this football club to appoint as manager in the middle of this season with the aspirations, if they so have, of getting promoted to the Premier League. I, I was just at a loss to 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 what to how he he got the job. What and also all he's done after the game on Saturday is just lob his players under the bus. So, like you know, there you go. He he said night. Yeah, it was. It's true. Like he he was right in a way that it was naive and it was stupid. But he's saying that the squad's really young, and you're saying that you know you, you don't want to use these players because they're young and they need. But and then you're slagging them off, and you're throwing them under the bus, you know, in in front of the media. And it's, well, it's not going to help them, is it? I I don't know. He's taken the job knowing what he's got to work with, knowing what the circumstances are around the club. He can't really whinge about it, to be honest, because he know like he he should have just not took it. Like that's... Uh, the the whole thing with the this you know idea where where Tony Mowbray was getting criticised for obviously having a go at certain players and things like that. I think <laughs> you know. Mayenda was sorry, not Mayenda. Hamir was often the example used in these arguments. It was like, oh well, Hamir's confidence has been obliterated by um, Mowbray. It's like, well, he started him in the first game. Um, he's had him involved in the squad um, pretty regularly, and he's brought him on at times. Um, I mean, <laughs> he, I, I can't really recall him coming out and slagging off. Him after the game or during the game. No. Sorry, sorry. No. After after the games and or, or during a, a, I'd like sort of a pre or post match of a game. It, it tends to be more in the press conference through the week where it's like, look, we need. He's not ready, and we need to help them with some experienced players or some players who are match ready. I don't. I think that's abundantly clear to everybody and. The themes continued, but the strange thing is, it's almost like Mowbray was more trying to get the players on the pitch and play them to get get them up to speed. Whereas it feels like we're not, we've kind of abandoned that now. So it's like, well, that's <laughs> just a bit weird. I, we've kind of seen, like I know Stephen's saying they were back ourselves into a corner, but we probably are in many departments now. It's like we're in a rock between rock and a hard place. It's like. We know the players aren't quite there, some of them, 
yet we have to play them, but he doesn't want to play them. I don't know. It's just it's just really, and if we're going to change the way we do things, it we didn't need to change the manager to no. make those changes off the pitch. We just needed to keep the one manager we had before and in January sign some experienced, relatively experienced players or championship ready players who could pull the other lads up. And we, I don't know if we'll do that. I hope we do because we need to. But if we don't, I think it's going to be a bit of a disappointing end of the season, really. Well, like, so there's the whole thing of he's he doesn't want to use the players. He doesn't want to use you. If you're going to give it, but then he's giving them like three minutes. What's the point in that? Like, there's no point. Like, you're bringing Burst on an injury time on Saturday. Why? You're not, he's not going to make, Mowbray was, Mowbray was um, criticised heavily for doing with, with Hamir at Leicester. And that was probably the only time he, he'd probably go out. He has hung him out dry a little bit there by bringing him out. I don't think he even touched the ball. But he's done this. We saw he brought Barn against Newcastle five minutes ago, and he had a bit of an image. Why didn't you do this twenty minutes earlier? You know, I might have on Saturday. People going, oh, well, it it caused it gave the defenders something to think about, and like when brought burst on. So, well, how long for three minutes? Like there's four minutes added on. It's what what do you expect? Which you might get like one lucky chance that falls to him, yeah, and then you go, oh, look at that, great. Is it a message? To, is it a message? To the I know, board? but it's a message. Yeah, I can't. I can, these players aren't good enough. They'll get three minutes, and that's all they're going to get. But he knew that, like, if that, if if the new, if the new manager's coming in now, doing that, knowing what he's taking, what? Why is he? What, if he's coming in and immediately making a message to the board, why is he taking the job? Like, yeah. what? I don't understand why. If he's not happy no. with what, it's consistent with everything since he's been, he was apologising to the fans after the first game, which I've Just never ever seen, which I've never ever seen in my life. It doesn't make any sense to take a job and then it's taking a job and then just immediately going, oh, whoa, I didn't realise this was the squad. <laughs> but that's what he's done. Like it's, what, yeah. I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense. We play like it's annoying because we could have quite easily got a point or more out of that on Saturday had he put the cha- you know yeah. had a chance been taken. I don't think we deserved it, but we could have. And, you know, there would have been, if we'd held on at 1-1, it would have been a decent point. But yeah. it would have papered over a bit more. He's done a bit of a reverse Ben Ibrahimovic, hasn't he, on the uh, Sunderland Till I Die. Like, who, <laughs> who's put Mason Burstow's name on this list? <laughs> like, it's the squad list, Michael. Best team, yes. <laughs> I better play him then. <sighs> But I think I think it's interesting the, just on the point about singling out individuals. I know some sort of put on there. It seems a bit harsh. I say, oh, it's good. It'll, it'll learn from young players getting, you know, publicly criticised or whatever. You need to know, blah, blah, blah. That's, okay, if that's your opinion, fair enough. But I don't I know. I just kind of, think, I kind of feel like in ice, it's like, okay, so you're isolating two incidents in the game where we have opportunities to win and then lose the game um, and then but then you've got a scenario where it's like well what about like the other 85 minutes of the game where we can influence it um, and that's the problem it's a the, the opportunities that come our way seems, seem to just happen by chance really it's not like a methodology um, 
So I'd be looking maybe more at the methodology situation rather than the fact that an individual. And to be fair, our sheesh, yeah, he's he should have done better in all those scenarios. But you know, when he comes on, he he often get he often has chances or gets into spaces, tacking areas, makes something happen. A lot of our players aren't doing that. So, but he should have done obviously a lot better than he did. Anyway. He should have. I mean, he has to score, and he doesn't. Yeah, like he does. Yeah, where he's stupid, but he'll he know he'll know that he doesn't yeah. need. You pull him and go look. Come on, like that. That was a stupid. That was a stupid. You know, free key. He's not like. Yeah. It's not like we're dealing with a problem child who's you know constantly bit, constantly a nightmare in training or constantly, and then he's gone out and done that. And oh, that's why I don't play him. Well, there's no like there was. He'll know he shouldn't have done that. I think you saw on his face. He knew you knew he shouldn't have done that, and he had. He know he has to score there, like. I just don't think you need to come out and it's almost like, well, you've been here five games and you're already lobbing your players under the... You've already come out and said that you don't think they're very good, basically, or they're not old, whatever the, whatever he said after the new... I don't want to play them because they were getting younger. Well, they've come, you know, that's fine. And I do agree with you. But you took this job two weeks ago, knowing that this was a situation and knowing that you were going to deal with this. And... You can't just whinge about it now, because <laughs> also you're doing nothing to warrant to like deserve to whinge about it. Because the decisions you are making are just like dismal, really. He mm. started Bradley Dak up front against Hull. Has everyone forgotten that? By the way, like why did he say that? Laughing it. It's just it's an, it's an indictment of the the strikers that they've got. Well, the thing is, he spent tried, a lot of tried, spent a lot of time building yeah. Russell up after he good after he scored and had a good game, and then <laughs> then he's dropped the, in yeah, the next that was harsh. game. That was really, that felt really that felt really harsh because I don't think Newcastle's a fair yardstick for for any of them. Well, really, I mean, Clark was completely anonymous, so you you know it, it, it does seem a bit harsh that his last league game, which is where he needs to be judged on now, he he actually scored good strikers goal as well, got in front of his man. Yeah. Scored and it does feel a bit harsh. He was taken out of the team. Yeah. 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 Right. Let's move on and because lots of people have questions or comments that they want us to share. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome back to the Wise Men's Here podcast. Right, we do have 
lots and lots of feedback. It's funny, isn't it? Sometimes you put requests out and you barely get anything, and then other times, like, I'm sorry, I can't read everybody's yeah, out. That's just, quite different. I try yeah. and get it. Um, a lot of people talking about the model. You would be unsurprised to to know. Um, they're quite different to the questions I usually get. On a yeah, 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 yeah. They are very. Uh, Stephen Scott has has gone probably the most two footed in on it. Um, there's no such thing as a model. It's just PR bullshit speak, so they can do things on the cheap. <laughs> Only one person that can claim the model has worked um, is Ross Stewart. Uh, Alex. Our bench feels entirely composed of youngsters looking to get game time and not being able to impact a match. This is a fundamental fundamental problem with this system. I think that's a good point because these players need game time to develop if we're then going to sell them on and make a profit. But it can't come at the expense of significantly weakening the team, can it? And this yeah. again is where they back themselves in a corner. We aren't you know, uh, uh, a mid-table championship club in in our history, and 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 the fan base aren't going to settle for us. We keep saying we finished sixth last season. We were a fit centre half away from possibly going up, and it's the longest we've been outside the top flight. And I think like we don't have we the fans won't accept you just to like to to play all these players, let them develop, and be crap for a season. And we're finish, not like fifth off bottom or something. People aren't going to accept it. And so, how are we going to make a profit on these players now? How? Why should they? They're not getting game time. Why should, like, people won't accept it, right? Nor should they. Like, we're, you know, it's a championship. Like, we're a championship side who should be should be looking to get promoted to the Premier League. And the, that's a really good point, that. Like, well, who made or whoever made Sorry, I, I didn't. It Alex. Like, it is a really good point. We're, we're not, you know, Man City under twenty ones in the Checker Trade Trophy. We play nice stuff, and it doesn't matter what the end pro- end result is. Like, which is quite often in a lot of games, the sort of performance we see. Like, there's no like, oh, these look quite nice in bits, but there's nothing to hold the team together. And it was like, even in those games, you know, it, like Man United in that competition. You know, it might sound like I'm being stupid. Brought like Tom Huddleston in to play with these kids and like get them through the games. And you look at Ch- like Chelsea, are a basket case, but they've got Thiago Silva playing. He's forty and he's like playing these young centre halves and trying to bring them in. And he's still there. And we need we the model, whatever. We signed Danny Bart in the January of League One season with Speakman. Like it got. He got us promoted. That's like you know the the sign Pritch, you know Pritchard and bringing Roberts in. Roberts isn't a kid. Roberts is you know someone who's been around. He's won the league with Celtic, played in the Champions League. Like, I think it can't like it cannot be at the expense of, and that's what it seems to be. Oh well, great, yeah, we might be able, but no one's going to buy them. Like they're on about West Ham getting Clark maybe. And waiving potentially the the sell on fees of Ekwar and Elise, but it's not gonna it's not gonna bother them, is it? Not at the minute, because the team like no one's gonna look at either of them two and go, oh, great. it's not a criticism of them too, they're fine, but like <laughs> the the yeah, plan. No one's gonna go. I'm gonna spend. I'm not gonna spend ten million pound on Adji Elise. I mean, Are you not? Are you? Or Ekwar? That's what, so exactly. That's the that model's not working. 
yet, I guess. I guess their argument would be well, but my yeah. argument would be if if you've only got four players that saleable assets, yeah, um, okay, that's fine. You sell them, whatever. Well, you've got nothing in the squad to replace them. See you do the business right at the end of the window. It'll be like, oh well, we didn't we didn't have time to reinvest the money, and we didn't want to, so we'll go with what we've got until next year. And then the process will have to start again of finding players. You can't just keep you can't replace a player of that level with somebody so far below it. I'm not saying you always have to match the level because you're not going to be able to. But you need somebody who's got maybe like if if you're talking like say Clark's a ten out of ten rather than send sign like a four out of ten player who might be a seven out of ten player. You need to sign a six or seven out of ten player now, and then hope that they have a positive impact because it, it it's you can't just be. A feeder club, a development team for for players to sell. And again, I've said this before. I'm not really bothered about the money coming in because I'm not going to see any of it. So why would I be bothered about that? Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm putting five hundred quid into the club every year with my season ticket, and then more and other bits and bobs. So you know, if I'm I'm not I'm, it's not like I'm going to get a dividend back because we sold Jack Clark. <laughs> so. Nice. Yeah. I think it would 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 when he could in the post. Does he need to put? In my opinion, and again, this is a really simplistic way of looking at something, and it's not something I've ever got behind before. Where you just say, "There's a kid going on about, going on about," like. But with Hamia, the he's been signed to make a profit long term. He's not going to play. He's miles away. So it's going to be like so he's going to be a write-off. And even if he goes to like league, he needs just, in my opinion, needs an English loan move because I, I feel like pointless going back to the continent because I feel yeah. like he needs he needs to learn how to hold the ball up and he needs to learn how to be able to make the right runs. And let's be honest, I can't. He there's, there's no striker here even in training that he can learn from. There's no like experienced striker that he can you know learn the rope from and train or anything. Even if he goes to league two. Like one I of mean, the better teams in League I, Two or something, I, I, yeah, like just to try and get some, trying to get some confidence in some way. He, but he will get eaten alive at that level. You've watched well, that well, football. Well, like the one thing he really does not do is put himself about. Right. Well, he, he needs he needs to learn. Right? I know, but if you're so right, okay. So if you're a team in League One and League Two, why are you taking a player who's fundamentally flawed in a, a key area for that level of football? Like, I think it's quite difficult, especially this time of the season, to find somewhere for him. Because, like, you're going to, you're what you've just said there, Gareth, like, if you're at the top of League Two, you're going to be like, well, well you know, what, what's he going to offer us? He's going to, he'd have to go to the National League, I think. And then he'd probably be ability wise. The thing, wise, the thing like, is, you would hope, yeah, that's it. You would hope his ability would get him through some of the most flaws it, yeah. because like you, you, cause you did he did score in, in pre-season against weak opposition but he scored he even scored against Mallorca so like yeah yeah it was a good goal like, um, I, I would hope I, I get what you're saying but I kind of feel like you, you're not going to know unless you, you're not going to find out unless you try it because if that is a concern then where how else can you bring that to his game he's not going to get that by staying here and not and sitting on the bench He's not. He's not going to. So you would hope. That's why I said even because you would. You would instinctively think League One, but like even if it's League Two, to just think, go out and see if his quality is is good enough to get him through those games and just build a bit of confidence. And... Are you looking at League Two? Mike Williamson's 
Milton Keynes, and he plays like quite was renowned for playing like really good football in the National League with Gateshead. So like a team like that's probably you know for us our side would be like yeah it'd be like you'd see him going somewhere like that. But Milton Keynes is just gonna go well. We've got a guy here who scored fifteen goals like we don't need him. So he might end up with somewhere like Sutton United, who are bottom of the league with, you know, nine points. I'm not sure that's going to do him any good at all. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't suggest a move like that. Well, well, it's, that's why it's, it's difficult. It's going to be difficult to find him somewhere that's going to benefit him, isn't it? Like I agree, he needs to go out somewhere, but like it needs to be the way. Because if you loan him somewhere and he doesn't play, it's completely pointless. Yeah, he might. He might. You know, there might be a, a striker in training there that he can learn from. Like it. it, it I don't know. Stevenage or someone, someone who's played in the football league for twenty years. That might be you, you, to just go and train with them for a bit and play with a striker. You look at Bennett as well as a player who absolutely needs a loan, but again, it's it's one of them where you think. I, I know it's in an, an English loan move might be the best for these types of players, but really, realistically, I feel like this year they probably need to go. Somewhere a bit more familiar, get some minutes, and then come back and then look right. This is what I want you to work on out there. Now come and test yourself against the English players in the English league with the stuff we've told you to go away and work on. Um, because you can still build those yeah build those attributes under less pressure, maybe in a different in a different environment. But there's just no no way. In my opinion, that these those players are actually fit for purpose at this stage. I mean, Bennett's been here for eighteen months. He still can't speak English. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying you know, learning another language is hard, but you'd think he'd know like a a bit, like maybe like by now. Especially if you've got all that time on your hands. I don't know. Like, Mark. What support have these players got? Well, yeah, that's it. I mean, that's another, that's another thing, isn't it? You, you, you do wonder sometimes. Um, Mark Bolton's asking just to take in a different direction. Quick answer, quick answer, I guess, for this one. When are they going to move all nine back in the midfield? Uh, <laughs> and never. give one no. the rest. Not going to happen, is it? They've, just, they've decided for whatever reason that's not going to happen, haven't they? Um, Preaching the convert in a way a little bit, I think. I think we could probably do these know-how in there at times and get him away from a position that I just think, again, if you've signed these other centre halves, Sealt has looked okay, hasn't he? After a bit of a yeah. shock on the start, and um, you need to play. You need to play if he's not going to develop and become the player you want. Um, Dan Embleton asks, "Do you think we will a sign both a striker and a defensive midfielder? B." Sign either a striker or a defensive midfielder, or C, sign neither a striker or a defensive midfielder. I think they'll sign a midfielder, and I think they'll keep Keith Moore as the option until the 30th of January, and he'll go to somewhere like Cardiff, and we'll go, no. Oh, you know, well. A few people asked about Keith Moore as well. Is this, is this, I mean, I would really, really be happy with that. Yeah. And because it would go against everything they've said, and and I wouldn't want to be a hypocrite, and 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 I would praise them for it because it's what we've been. They, the what we require in this transfer window is just copy and paste it from last January. Like, yeah, I bet you could go yeah. and dig out a podcast a year ago, and we would be on here saying 
we need a striker who can occupy defenders um, and bring other players in, and we need a defensive midfielder because Corey Evans has just been injured. Nothing's nothing's changed. It's just never been addressed. It doesn't. But people aren't confident are they, that it's gonna it's gonna change. I would love it. I would love love them now. It like it's... well, sorry, I'm just reading here that uh, Andreas Weimann signed for West Brom. I just, I just, it's funny in it because you see, keep on being well, you told how hard it is. There, no, yeah. no, I wish. No, <laughs> I don't. I think that wouldn't hold your breath. But yeah, I mean, it's it's weird in it how again going back to these weird arguments about why it's actually bad to sign a striker, and then it's actually it's hard to sign a striker, and then it's strikers actually don't want to sign for another club because in case they can't play every minute of every game, then it's well, actually, we desperately need a striker, but we can't really get them because it's too hard. Well, every again, every team has just look at the teams, and you'll see it's debunked immediately. Because I mean, we teams consistently have a variety and a mix of different strikers. It's just a fact. Like Kane Jackson scores at the weekend for for Ipswich. He's not getting a game every week because Hurst is the, the main sort of striker of that ilk. But obviously, he gets an opportunity because Hurst's out injured. And he comes in and scores. So that's how it works, and it's always worked that way. I don't understand why. Mean... Go on, sorry. No, no, it's, uh, it, it, signing someone like Kiefer Moore doesn't mean you're abandoning the model. If, if anything... you sign Kiefer Moore, that would be one of the best signings we'll have made since we got promoted. Yeah, of course. Without doubt. It would but be it doesn't a fantastic mean... signing. It's it exactly the mean... kind of player we need. Of course it is. But it doesn't mean that the model goes out the window. If anything, you're enhancing it because the players you've got They'll learn from him, yeah. Improve the game and potentially be worth more money. There's a lot, you know, experience is like not just in football in like anything. Like it is though, isn't it? Like you know, they don't just retire guide dogs when they're like three. Like you know, they use guide dogs to bring new guide dogs through and help them train. There you go. There's another real life. There's, there's an analogy we didn't explain. Well, I love it. You you guys touching on the um. Preview pod, like about Alex uh, Pritchard being thirty, but people treating him like he's a <laughs> geriatric. Basically, it's like he's thirty; he's not dead. Like, what do you think I feel older? I'm forty. I mean, various reasons, but it's just very weird. It's like we've adopted this mentality that actually <laughs> somebody who's thirty is oh, well. That's that then for him. Yeah. Onto the scrap heap we go. <laughs> check it. Check him into the local centre. And leave him there. He's finished. It's like, yeah. hang on. <laughs> yeah. It could like have had a it could, have, it could still have a rail card, Alex Pritchard. Yeah. <laughs> it's like in South Park when they dress butters at the dog and try and like there's a dog and try and take him to the uh, <laughs> take him to the vet to have him put down. It's like, that's what we're gonna be doing with these players who are thirty. It's like one of the dogs taking Alex Pritchard to get put down. Yeah. Coming back with his boots. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, there's oh. there's a suggestion to say that Tony Mowbray has ruined it for every future head coach by being Mowbray. trusted by being oh. trusted with. Okay, we'll give you one. We'll give you one, Tony, and say we'll go yes. and then bring in Bradley Duck in, and it's kind of like that, right? Well, that's rude, yeah. right? No, we we're never ever going to allow this to happen again. Well, to be we're fair, stick the to what we're doing, you're not getting an input. You know, we did sign. Uh, we did sign um, Jermaine Defoe. Yeah. Which was a model buster, and that wasn't Tony Morby. So it's one all, I guess you could say. Yeah. So everybody gets one. 
everybody gets one journeyman centre forward. Yeah, so Keeper Miller, Keeper Miller would would be would fall in that category. And do you think he's a journeyman? I don't think he's a journeyman. He was at Ipswich. I think he was at Ipswich, um, and he didn't do too well. And then he went to Barnsley, did really well, and then got his move to Cardiff. And then I think Wolves tried to buy him, didn't they? He had a great season, and Wolves were trying to get him on the deadline day, I think, in August, mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, um, in the, as a replacement for Jimenez, I think, and it didn't happen. And then he stayed at Cardiff. But he didn't have a great. He didn't have a great time. Yeah, he was at Wigan as well, wasn't he? Season at Wigan. Um, um, and then he obviously went went to Bournemouth and got promoted, and then he's got himself a few goals in the Premier League. But I just find it weird when. You know, we're linked with someone like him. I just think, I just think people go on like people go on like. Would you? I think he would be like he. You're going to play. He's going to play every week. Um, he's going to be the four. He's going to have so. I mean, I know people have made comments about like our lack of chance creation or whatever. I'm sorry, like we we the amount of balls we put across the box, I don't get touched by anybody. He's just ridiculous. Yeah. He'd have an absolute field day. He'd just gobble them all up like. So. Yeah. I just think think someone like Luke. I just think even someone like Luton would love to have him in their team. And I just think I don't know. I don't know if we're just building our hopes up. But I don't know whether Link come from Nicks and the Link. I think didn't it? Who clearly gets yeah. fed stuff by by somebody? George Reeve really funny is that, that um out of bio is out of bio at uh, yeah Luton yeah. Look at him last year. He looked okay, but he didn't look anything amazing. He's got himself six or seven goals in the Premier League this season. I, I watched them on Friday night. I, I quite liked them last year. He was, he was all right, but mm. I didn't think he was amazing. But sorry, go on, Matt. Sorry. No, no, I'm not. I was just saying I watched Luton on Friday night. I thought they were good. <laughs> I thought like, I watched them and Burnley. I thought Luton was so much better than Burnley were. I think they'll stay up. I think they'll stay up, personally. As opposed to Everton. Everton goal. Well, Did they win yesterday, Everton? But Forest as well, like it depends how many points they're going to get taken from them now. They're suddenly going to be, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah, Forest yeah. and Levin. Right, anyway, right, that's enough. That's enough about that, I think. Uh, I think we've done well. We try not to mourn. We try, we say, well, well, well done with mourning out. We haven't mentioned, a few people ask about the Black Cats bar thing. No, no. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Done. Um, yeah, done, done and dusted from our point never of view. Never forgotten, but never, never forgotten, about again. Never forgiven, but you're not going to go on about her again yet. Uh, Matt will be back later on in the week with somebody. Um, yeah. So look ahead to that Friday night game. So, yeah, as always, thanks for listening. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.